The decision about what kind of wire to use for the suspension cables of the Brooklyn Bridge led to enormous controversy and scandals that very nearly stopped the construction. Before his death, when the bridge was just an idea, John Roebling had sent his son Washington to Europe to learn the tricks of the trade, and frankly to do what was a little bit of early industrial espionage, to find out what were the techniques being employed by the cutting-edge manufacturers over there. Among the factories Washington Roebling visited was the Krupps plant in Germany. Washington was welcomed as a countryman by the German industrialists, but they weren't always happy to have him take away their secrets, and he spent a great deal of time trying to find out as much as he could. And the decision to use steel at all rather than iron in the bridge cables was largely informed by Roebling's travels in Europe. In the summer of 1878, an accident took place on top of one of the towers in which a wire under extreme tension broke and two workmen were killed, Harry Supple and Thomas Blake. It didn't turn out to be a result of faulty wire, more just the kind of accident that can happen in any workplace. But it did increase public anxiety once again about the technologies involved and whether the bridge would ever be completed. People talked about the fact that New York had spent millions of dollars on the crazy project and might now end up with just two strange stone towers and a couple of wires dangling between them in the middle of the river. There was absolutely no certainty on the part of the general public at this point that the project would ever be completed. Soon thereafter, the Roeblings learned that their main wire supplier had been delivering rings of defective wire to the construction site for some time probably the entire time the spinning had been going on. One might wonder why the Roeblings weren't manufacturing the wire themselves. After all, they were the largest wire manufacturers in the world. But there were concerns about conflict of interest, and then as now, contractors had to make bids for the job. The Roeblings had to compete against several other wire manufacturers to get the contract. Their bid was the lowest for Bessemer Steel, but through a strange series of probably not very good business decisions, the bridge company ended up choosing the lowest bidder for a different kind of steel, crucible cast steel. That was a company owned by J. Lloyd Hay. Although Washington Roebling had recused himself from the board of the Roebling Wireworks so as not to be involved in any potential conflict of interests, the bid ultimately did go to the Hay Company. Shortly after the incident on the tower, the engineers determined that many, if not most, of the rings of wire delivered by the Hay Company had been rejected as defective, but then smuggled into the stores of wire which had passed strength tests. Furthermore, much of the wire delivered was the cheaper Bessemer steel, not crucible cast. Much of the bridge had already been built with this defective steel. Washington Roebling decided that the steel was nonetheless strong enough, and the work did not have to be redone. We now believe that Bessemer steel is probably preferable. It's become the industry standard, so at least that part of the fraud didn't harm the structure. But the technology for manufacturing Bessemer steel was new at the time, and people once again didn't entirely trust it.